Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. It is the 4 o'clock hour of Bob Bernie Live. That's probably not a surprise to most of you. Uh, It's about six minutes after the top of the hour. My telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. And I haven't said this for quite some time. Uh, Many, many radio talk shows are almost completely dependent upon phone calls. And that's fine. Makes for very interesting listening. Uh, Mine is not. Uh, I try to be more content-driven than caller driven. With that said, however, I never, never, never want to imply that I don't want to hear from you. I love to hear from you. Uh, I don't emphasize it a whole lot. And so we often don't get as many phone calls as many talk shows do, because again, many talk shows are almost completely caller dependent. And I'm not even criticizing that. Uh, if that's the uh, formal format that the host likes, desires, wonderful. Uh, this program just never been that way. But I, I run the danger of people assuming that I don't like to hear from our listeners, which is not true at all. I love to hear from our listeners, uh, whether you agree or whether you disagree, and in fact. I especially enjoy hearing from listeners who disagree with me, and I'm serious about that. Uh, I appreciate all callers, but I especially appreciate those who disagree. So anyway, uh, if something piques your interest, your attention today in the topics, the stories that we're going to discuss, please, 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 I encourage you. To call 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Give me a call, and let's talk. Uh, I want to deal with this one just really, really quick because I've got some other pressing stories. But an update on this battle between Oberlin College and Gibson's Bakery in Oberlin, Ohio. Most of you know the story back, oh my goodness, when was it, 2016? Um, I don't know, 2016, 2019. Uh, Three Oberlin students were arrested uh, because the bakery uh, said that they had shoplifted and attacked one of their employees. The uh, students happened to be black, and... uh, uh, they claimed racism. 
the uh, school, even the administration of Oberlin College, without any proof, without any evidence, <clears throat> like our uh, like our president does sometimes, accused the bakery of being racist and so forth. Well, it hurt the uh, the bakery. There were protests. There were marches. A near riot out in front, and people chanting racism, blah, 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 blah. Uh, the bakery sued the school, said, you have defamed us, you have slandered us, and they won. This has been going back and forth during the, uh, during. pardon me, back and forth in the courts for several years. Uh, it has now been appealed to the Ohio Supreme Court, appealed by Oberlin College. There is almost no chance whatsoever that they're going to win the appeal, but they did anyway. And as a result, the college has accrued over $4 million in interest. They're already on the hook for $30 million owed in the settlement. And because they refuse to pay and they continue appealing, they have now run up over $4 million in interest. You would think that the Board of Trustees of Oberlin College would say, hey, we give up, pay them. But they are not. Now, this next story I want to handle carefully, cautiously, compassionately, and in a, in a balanced way. A video has gone viral from a uh, black community in St. Paul, Minnesota. It is a video of police officers, most of them black police officers, trying to issue a warrant in a homicide investigation. They are there to execute a search warrant because someone was killed, someone was murdered. And so they're there doing their job. And these police officers, predominantly black, are attacked, openly, blatantly attacked, physically. They are hit. They are shoved. They are assaulted verbally with every imaginable, obscene, profane word imaginable. Who was attacking? Children. Little children. The video shows one little boy still in diapers, screaming profanities at police officers. In the video, the police try desperately to defuse the situation. They shield themselves from the blows that are being uh, uh, given to them from, we're talking children. We're not talking 18-year-olds or 16-year-olds. We're talking about little children assaulting police officers, cussing, swearing at them, hitting them. And through it all, the police officers maintain their cool. They try to shield themselves, but otherwise refuse to engage with the children. 
This is a sad commentary on what is happening in many minority communities. Children are being taught to hate the police. Children are being taught. Police officers have one goal, one desire. Kill black people. It's the only reason they exist. That's the only reason they come into our community is to kill black people. How else do you explain little children, again, one in a diaper, attacking police? The breakdown of the family, the lack of fathers, the absolute collapse of morality and responsibility in many, certainly not all, I'm not even saying most, but in many minority communities. You want to know why black teenagers are killing other black teenagers? Why they're hijacking store or cars, carjacking, breaking into stores, shooting clerks at the local 7-Eleven? This kind of attitude begins as a child. It is an absolutely heart-wrenching video. Um, I don't have all the answers for minority communities. But the churches and pastors and spiritual leaders in these communities must, must, must have an impact in these communities. This kind of attitude is so incredibly self-destructive. Who is hurt the most? Their own community. When there is rioting, burning, who is hurt the most? Their own community. It's not a self-righteous observation, but a sad one. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Well, it has happened again. This time in Florida. What am I talking about? A uh, parent daring, 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 daring to uh, go to a school board. And uh, actually tell the school board what his children are being taught in school. Yeah, you would think that the school board already knew about it, but evidently, maybe, well, maybe, I don't know whether they know about it or not. But anyway, once again, a microphone has been cut off for a parent. Why? Because the parent was reading pornography. In the school board meeting. Where did he get the uh, pornography? From the school library. Yeah, from the uh, from the school library. Yep, this is happening all over America. This time, 
in Florida, Clay County School District in Florida. The uh, father uh, came across some books in the library that he felt were pornographic. And so he wanted to go to the school board and say, uh, is this what you do? You approve of this? Do you really want our kids seeing this, reading that? So the father got up in front of the school board and said, somebody failed drastically in their mission to protect our children. Then he announced that he was going to read from some books found in the public school library. He stepped to the microphone and said, quote, I'm going to read things. Uh, if there's children watching, so like many school boards on a public broadcasting channel, local channel, uh, it's telecast, broadcast. So the father says, I'm going to read some things. If there's children watching, they need to cover their ears. And then he began reading. The uh, chairman of the school board said, quote, uh, I'm going to stop you right there, sir. Turn off his microphone, please. To which the father said, why? The chairman of the school board said this, and I quote, the problem is, sir, that these meetings are broadcast. There are people at home that are watching it on YouTube. There are people that are watching it on community television. Are you going to listen or are you going to run your mouth? Well, what was the problem with what he was reading? Here is what the uh, chairman of the school board said. And again, I quote, There are federal and state laws that prohibit you from saying the things that you're getting out to say on television. There are state laws that prohibit in federal communication laws that prohibit you from publishing these things to a child. You don't have the ability at this point to determine who's watching the television show. And for you to say everybody cover your ears just doesn't cut it, he was told. Well, the father protested, stated he wanted the floor back. He wanted the microphone back on. The uh, chairman of the school board said, quote, You'll get it back, but you'll get it back to talk about something besides reading pornography into a public television set. And that is an exact quote. He was told, this father was told that because it was being broadcast to the public, reading what is easily accessible in the public school library, reading it on TV, would violate FCC rules and regulations. It would be pornographic. And the school board could be prosecuted. Uh, You know what the point is that he was making. But they're allowing children to have access to this. Well, the father was not done. He He had prepared some big cardboard... Uh, banners, uh, placards with the books, pictures, words, and so forth. And so he leaves the microphone and he walks up and plants this big cardboard display in front 
of the chairman of the Board of Education. Put it right in front of his face. Said, here, if I can't read it, here it is, you read it. The uh, father, his last name is Friedman, said he became an advocate to protect children in schools that he deems to be poison because he, quote, has skin in the game. He wants his 15-year-old son to be in the public school system and come home unharmed. And so he went to the school board and simply began to read what was accessible to the children in the school district. Um, I can't tell you how many times this has happened in the last mm, the last six months. And in every case that I have seen reported, it was ruled that the parent could not read out loud in public what children had access to in the library. Uh, Is that dramatic? Uh, Yeah. Is it effective? Oh, yeah. I Yes, I think it's very effective. Good for him. This kind of thing is happening all over America. There is a movement of parents who have never, ever gotten involved in their child's education who are now getting involved. This one father says, it seems like we never want to get up off the couch until the couch is on fire. Hmm. Pretty good observation. May his tribe increase.